0: and welcome to the visa capital the tech and transition energy podcast it's thursday the 15th of december it's the last one we're going to do before christmas uh now i've been slightly under the weather i've not even been in the office this week phil have i no you have not andrew of course i've not been in my first
1: because of train strikes but it's the first day in, and i have to say it's lovely and warm
0: the things we offer for our staff a nice warm haven for you phil it's fantastic no, I have had this flu bug that's flying around. and I must admit I've been knocked out. So, um, But nothing will stop me doing this recording uh, as our Christmas special. But there's a few things we probably need to just tick off first in terms of what's been going on, particularly as um, we call this the Tech, Trans and Brands podcast sometimes. Uh, and we did announce on Monday a huge deal for Silverwood Brands. Uh, it was about £250 million pounds in total which is big. Um, they acquired basically 20% of Lush and also 90% of Sonatas in Japan. Uh, it's a transformational deal. But what is interesting about this deal is that it wasn't a reverse takeover. A £10 million company did a £250 million acquisition. Um, now, if you'd been on AIM or London Stock Exchange, you could not have done this deal. We did it on Acquis. Aquis has much more pragmatic and sensible rules, and we were able to do it under their takeover rules. And actually, it's in the interest of shareholders. It also saves a huge amount of money. It means your stock isn't suspended. Um, So it's a real eye-opener, I think, for companies. And we've had a lot of people saying, how on earth did you do that? Why can't we do it? Well, the answer is you can do it, but you've got to be listed on Aquis. And this is another reason why we think that Aquis is the exchange of the future, the NASDAQ of London, all these other things that uh, I'm always saying, but it was an amazing deal and I've got to say it, Phil, but well done VSA for doing it.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah,
1: very, very good.
0: In fact, whilst we're on uh, brands, we have had uh, interims from Samakan today, uh, which actually weren't bad really, and we also had another of our clients, S Ventures. Uh, did an acquisition of a company called Hero UK or sometimes known as Javela which does um, it's basically gluten-free bread isn't it Phil
1: yeah it is yeah 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 and um, you know there's plenty of a lot of demand for that uh, that's in the UK and it's a very well-known brand
0: it is I mean they've got about 50 percent market share haven't they yeah I think so yeah Uh, and people eating gluten-free products is just growing
1: yes yes, it is and um under the more more you know food products coming out our awareness is increasing in the supermarkets
0: are stocking more as well which is good news so there you go news from three of our uh sort of brand companies uh that we talk about um we could uh, I haven't I normally do a bit of a general intro but because I've been feeling so ill Phil I, I really my general intro is we probably should be looking at the biotech sector <laughs>
1: Yeah, you're probably right. Unfortunately, that's one sector that we do not cover. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, I was going to say it's it's been it has been a quite weak. Uh, we've seen U.S. Um, interest rates uh, move. That was that was last night. Um, Differing news coming out on inflation in the states. Probably not as bad as expected. Andrew, is that your kind of take on it? That it's maybe easing a bit.
0: Uh, yeah, I think it is. And actually, just as we're sort of talking, uh, the Bank of England, of course, has put interest rates up half a percent. Now they put them up to three point five percent. So, but yeah, I think the the general feeling is is that actually we're getting we we basically probably had peak peak inflation and it's now coming down. My own view, which is extreme, is I think we may even hit deflation in H two 2023 um I'm not quite sure what Mike Lynch will do then I guess he'll be going out on strike saying we want pay cuts please give us pay cuts um no that's a lie actually he won't be doing that he's just a political activist he's not really at all interested in the welfare of his employees did I just say that I did anyway there you go
1: (laughs) yeah you did but we had a very nice train driver this morning kept us informed what we had he said apologies for the delay we were three minutes late i thought well, we had
0: no trains yesterday so it's very good
1: of them. it's very good but the last yeah. service is generally good
0: so let me know. No, know i'll tell you what going into 2023 i'm, I'm actually i think that look, don't expect a massive mega bull run we, we've just had a pretty good run in truth in sort of october november but i think most things are going to get a little bit better in 2023 uh, i think valuations are pretty low so i'd be pretty upbeat about it to be honest with you but i'm just not going to get too excited. Um. Oh dear, there's that lurgy again, you see. Um, so actually there was, what this week, despite me not feeling well, I've had to feel quite a lot of calls and I've been running around a little bit and I think we've got to discuss it. I know we end up discussing it far too regularly, but Invinity Energy Systems, um, it's, it was having an amazing run this week. About, uh, they presented on November the 29th at the uh, VSA Aqua Showcase event. I think the share price at that stage was about 22p. Um, until yesterday, about lunchtime, it hit 62p. Momentum was really getting into it. Uh, unfortunately, in the afternoon, uh, they announced a River facility for $10 million, uh, with an immediate drawdown of $2.5 million, and the, the price somewhat dropped um, as people were disappointed in the need for this facility. Um, there's a lot of things I could say. Unfortunately, most of it I cannot say live on air. Um, but uh, unfortunately, when they've been winning all of these new orders, they did, they, they although they get a deposit, they actually have to place orders for a lot of stuff to build the batteries and it's steel and it's pumps and all this sort of thing. And so you get these huge swings in cash flow. And I think it's fair to say that probably there was a little bit of a cash crunch, um, which actually will probably then rectify itself completely next year. But they just needed a little bit of a oomph pre-Christmas um now and this this solved that oomph could there have been better ways of doing it maybe maybe hindsight's an easy thing um but i'm still convinced that this company is going to get there and it's going to be a global winner i didn't say a lot there actually phil but i've got to be very careful what i say haven't i
1: the no, law I, no, I understand that and and certainly I mean, covered you know we both looked at uh, advanced engineering businesses over the years and we all know that when you know you get a lot of orders in which they have um that it, that it requires, fact is, you've got to build the bits. Um, and when you've got stuff that's on very long lead times, you've got to order it well in advance and you need the money with suppliers to do it. So, you know, working capital and in the cash flow is always something that everyone looks very closely at. But this is well known for the engineering business.
0: Anyway, look, the good thing is the stock is starting to bounce back a bit today. Uh, it's 50p on my screen as we speak. Uh, and the other good thing, funny enough, is the volume now is turning around at about 2 million shares a day. Which at 50p is is a million a million pounds worth of stock being traded every day. That makes it a very liquid stock, which really helps investors. um So in a way, there is a little bit of good news there. God, I can always be an optimist, can't I? You can, even when you're under the weather, Andrew. Right, that's enough for me. What, have you got anything you want to run through before we go on to our little bit of Christmas special? Well, yeah, exactly.
1: um So we're a bit thin on company results, understandably. This week, getting so close to, to Christmas, um, but uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll well, call for a minute. Um, RWS Holdings, um, which is uh, a ticket, I think, is, is RWS. Uh, then market cap on this one, Andrew, I'm not going go it on screen right now. I think it's well over a billion. I mean, this will be a liquid, very much a liquid stock. Um, but RWS Holdings, they provide, uh, this is translation services. Uh, and backed by technology. So uh, those of you that understand uh, language translation will know that you can do so much with software, but it has to be contextualized um, into the way we do naturally, all naturally speak. So when they're tra- you know they will translate for companies around the globe, and so you know those little instruction sets you get there in multiple languages. It's companies like R, you know it's RWS that have to do that. All those websites are in different languages. WS well, will do that. And then ultimately, you know they, they'll do that for, for, for commercial businesses around the globe, but they also provide these services um, for specialized industries who have their own languages. and um, engineering is one of those, life sciences, the law and healthcare. So um, you know, very broad-based international business, and they had uh, reported results and these were, I think these were full year results they've come out with this week and they had revenues increased by um, 8%, which for I think it's organically for global businesses is, is pretty good. Um, but what caught me was the profits were up by about 50% to 80 million. So revenues were up to 750 million, just under profitable tax of, of 80 million. Um, and their earnings per share were up by uh, basic initial share up by 48%. But it looked to be uh, quite a positive result for them. Uh, good cash generation and paying down their debt as well. So uh, well worth. That's one that's worth looking at. And I remember I used to go Yeah,
0: PBT, actually 83.2 million, Phil. Give them their credit. Yeah. It's even yeah. better than you thought. And it, actually the market cap is 1.32 billion. Uh, and on top of that, has a nice dividend yield at 3.15%. Yeah.
1: There we go. So um, I would, uh, yeah, have a look at that. I used to, they acquired SDL in language services, and I used to, I used to cover SDL. And one thing I remember about it is that it's just a breadth of companies that use these services around the globe uh, and the industries. Well, you can imagine how, how important they are. So
0: it's a, so it's a good business to have a look at. Well, you could either use them, or you could use my middle son because he's fluent in French, Italian, Mandarin, you name it. He speaks everything. <laughs> It is um, Christmas. Come on, I'm allowed the odd cripp. I'll oh, shut up. You carry on, Phil. <laughs> Sounds like a business idea, there,
1: Andrew. <laughs> yeah, RWS will acquire your son. You're not careful, um, right? So, okay, Gresham Technologies. Uh, I think it's GHT. 143 million market cap. Uh, they have a they had a trading update and an upgrade, which is something that we all like to hear. So, upgrading their estimates. Um, and this is software for. Uh, excuse me, financial services um, and they cover things like payments, cash management, account re- reconciliation, data integrity. Um, and they said in their trading update for the current financial year to 31st December t- 2022, group has continued to perform strongly uh, like that. Clarity, which is their software recurring revenues performing in line with strategic growth plan. Um, and their services associated with software and non-plomatic businesses ahead of planned revenues. As a result, the board now expects revenues and earnings to be ahead of current expectations, recently upgraded on the 4th of October. So it looks like no, another upgrade, and it's saying that the board anticipates revenues of at least 48 million, adjusted EBITDA of $10 million um So slightly ahead of expectations, so that looks to be uh, good. And the forecasts are just a quick look at those revenues of 46 million, I think, for four year, just an EBITDA 9.6, and then next year 10% EBITDA growth. And it's trading on EV EBITDA 13 times, and you're getting 10% growth there, which is uh again quite well worth looking at, and especially with two two upgrades on the you know, on the go in recent times, it shows us some real momentum behind a business. Yeah,
0: it's a good one. What well, else?
1: That's Gresham Tech. Um, cohort, which I have to say is a business that I am not overly familiar with, um, but it's the, the ticker is CHRT, 168 million market cap, had uh, interims, and this is in defence. So their tech... Uh, covers um, tracking and fire control systems, uh, communication systems uh, for naval and military surveillance systems. So, um, you know, our listeners can go and take a closer look at that. Electronic warfare. Uh, they said though now bear in mind, obviously, the market is very good for defence. I think the UK MOD is a, is probably quite a big customer for them. Um, but their revenues the period were up by 29 percent to 78 million um their operating profit was 5 million on that um from 1.7 million um but their order intake was um 1.1 times the prior period so yeah progress um yeah i don't know i don't know i i don't know, not, I don't know this company well enough
0: so, i love that here's the analyst talking know,
1: about a company he's yeah going, i don't know it well enough <laughs> absolutely he's in de- classic <laughs> he's in de- he's in denial oh, uh, do you want it, to talk about something you know where you're talking about you know but it's it, but it's in the right space hey i knew about that you rude man i knew about yeah. aggression technologies and about rws honestly
0: oh, it's it's christmas time i'm taking the the, the mickey yeah absolutely you're Right. can <laughs> right. um, we get on to the christmas bit yeah, why don't we? Absolutely. All right. Yeah, why don't we? So I'll tell you what, first of all, I did say if anybody's got any ideas they want to put in, send them in. And we've had two ideas. And actually, I've had a, a quick look at them this morning. And I've got to say, they're, they're really good ideas. Um, I can't give a, a full view on it. Um, But the first one I was sent in was uh Cymec Atlantis Energy. Do you know it, Phil? No, I don't. I'm thinking 400. It's actually really, really interesting. I think the reason maybe is it's it's unfortunately um, fallen out of bed completely over the years, and the market cap now is down to about 10 million. and Probably no one is really looking at it. It's sadly still losing money. I haven't done enough work uh, this morning on it. I've been a little bit tied up to fully understand how they're going to manage their cash. Um, But from a 10 million market cap company that has come back a long, long way, uh, you've got all sorts of possibilities. If I just read you, it's the About Us, it's the best way of explaining it. Our aim is to be the global leader in the creation of new sustainable energy projects for the benefit of our planet. That's a lovely thing to say, isn't it? Basically, yeah, they build sustainable energy projects. So they're actually, they're building the whole project uh, their, their big one is the, um, uh, the uh, Uskmouth uh, Sustainable Energy Park. Um, and they do the whole thing. They've got battery energy storage systems, uh, you name it. Uh, they've got the power generation, wind power. Um, it's really quite an interesting company. I haven't, I'll tell you what, I have not given it full credit here in terms of describing it. In that respect, I, I do apologise um not very good um but clearly it's one of those things where if they get it right the upside from here is huge
1: sounds very interesting
0: yeah hmm. um they also have um the mar- I can have, can't pronounce these half these things mid may gen major title project all right um but they're producing a lot of power when you when you uh, look at it so anyway that's one that we were sent in i apologize for my my poor description of the company but simac atlantis one for everybody to have a little look at we'll maybe go around a bit more work on it too yeah now the other one i was sent in and this is where um we we don't really cover biotech The way I'm feeling at the moment, we could do with covering biotech, but anyway, that's another story. Um, But it's basically a biotech company that somebody suggested that I should have a look at, Uh, and it's called Volition. It's actually listed on the New York Stock Exchange. It's about 100 million market cap or so, Uh, and they are basically, what is interesting to me on this one is they're basically looking at the way of taking blood samples and diagnosing them and hopefully therefore preventing all sorts of, early diseases particularly cancer and sepsis as well which is a very hot topic at the moment uh i suppose my 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 one you know this is the holy grail um we know that from theranos and the wonderful elizabeth holmes who just sent to jail for fraud uh this is not like theranos it's actually based in belgium just happens to be listed on the new york stock exchange but trying to take a blood sample and analyze what could be wrong with you is the holy grail of biotech really isn't it it's non-invasive uh, it allows you to catch things very very early and clearly i've never looked at this company before <coughs> excuse me apologize um but it does look as though they've got some really interesting biotechnology capability here um the stock has actually been pretty flat Um, for a while now, in fact, it's it's been a lot higher than it was back in sort of 2020, it was up above six dollars, it's now about two dollars. Um, so you're not getting in at an expensive price. Um, so again, I haven't really done the work on it, Phil. Um, but it's one that I think our listeners again should have a look at. So that is volition, all right.
1: Well, thank you for uh, for a listener
0: sending in that idea to us, that was very good likewise by the way if if both companies be it simac or volition hear this podcast and they want to uh, come and have a little talk to us to give us a more in-depth view of their companies we'd be very happy to listen absolutely yeah so on that note what's your tip for 2023 phil right
1: well we'll do the Quickly do the old caveat thing. I do not cover this as an analyst, so our listeners do need to do their homework on this before making any investment uh, decision. But I do think it's, it's what's happening here is quite interesting at the moment. It's uh, um, and the ticker for that is CNIC. Uh, the market cap is £390 million. Um, it's a software business. Um, and they've got, their software platforms enable, what they say, distribution of domain names to customer groups, including small businesses, corporate customers, reseller, resellers, domain name investors, uh, domain name registries. And um, what's interesting about this area, and there's a company called Group MBT, which was quoted previously and is now private, is that domain names, the management of domain names, the ownership of them, is vitally important to companies. And governments because at the end of the day it's a key part of their ip um and so this business is all about protecting customers by securing the brands and their ip online and remember that those domain names will contain brand you know all the brand names in the domain names as well so you know, we have our own domain name for vsa of course um so that's what these uh what uh, they do Central Nick, they also provide uh, you know, email so- in relation to domain names, hosting, um, email software, uh, website monetization software. So um, it's a it's a broad tech offering, but all based around IP or based around um, domain names. And they also have, and it's not this an area I need to look at more at, but they have online privacy offering for uh, marketing platforms that. Uh, uh, um, that are you know very very broadly used, so they've, they've got several billion users of of, of these, um, clocking through. So that's sort of what the business does. It has high recurring revenue, uh, but it's been seeing very strong growth. And the revenue, their nine month revenue increased by eighty eight percent to five hundred and twenty seven million dollars. Uh, now they've been making acquisitions. We'll get onto that, um, but they had organic revenue growth that. 12 months ending 30th of September, 66% organic uh, revenue growth uh, and that has enabled them to generate well, a good amount of cash and they've reduced, I mean, they, they geared up, you know, they've borrowed money and they've been making acquisitions, but it's reduced their leverage as well um, from 2.2 times EBITDA at the end of 21 to 1.2 times. So growing sales, generating cash, reducing debt which is all very, very good. Um, their four-year outcome is expected. Uh, they come out with a statement this week, saying to be at least in line with the upper end of market expectations. And they'll have a Q4 trading update on the 30th of January. And their CEO, Ben, who founded the company is, and, and grew very significantly uh, from IPO, I think it was 2013, is retiring. And the FD who's been with the company is stepping up. Um, it's cash generation. It says they're going to launch a maiden share buyback before the year end. Um, so that is another good thing. And it says, looking forward, we will review our approach to cash flow deployment within the business and expect a greater focus on return to shareholders versus M&A. So um, there's some pretty good uh, fiscal things going on here with Nick um you know that will benefit shareholders and i've been a bit, little bit remiss but from memory this is on relatively low multiples as well
0: um you are being remiss uh,
1: yeah. i'll
0: tell you what it's been a very steady performer hasn't it there's really yeah. um nothing sort of going wrong here um i, I don't know the multiple off the top of my head What I can tell you is it's got actually a pretty good uh, share ownership structure. Um, It's got a lot of really nice names on there, like Chelverton, Canaccord Genuity Wealth, Schroder's, Herald Investment, BlackRock. Um, And the other interesting thing I can tell you is that the turnover from the major shareholders in terms of changing their, their equity level is very, very low, which is normally a good sign that people buy this, sit with it and hold it. So I think that looks quite interesting, actually, Phil. I think it's a good stop. Maybe we, again, if they'd like to come and talk to us, we, we'll talk more about them.
1: Uh Absolutely. Anyway, that's my one right. to really have a good look at going into the new year.
0: I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm going to give mine now, right? And I'm doing it. I actually think it could be a real winner. But I'm doing it partially because we do know the company. Uh, again, we don't act for them. Um. As we speak today <laughs> i'm going to say that uh because i'm actually very keen on this but they spoke at our aquis showcase event day and i think they came very close actually to winning it and the company is called a make um they floated back at the uh, just just as they floated i can tell you just as basically russia was invading ukraine which wasn't the best of timings uh, and they did raise 10 million pounds but all that money basically was eis money Uh, The major institutions didn't really come in, but not help because of the war in Ukraine. But what I like, I know you've seen the you've been up to the the factory, so to speak. I'm actually going up next week with you, Phil. We're going to Norfolk. Um, But these guys are what I describe as real clever engineers, aren't they?
1: Yes, they are. Um, And they Uh, they've developed their own electric motors and inverter technology
0: correct and i think it's very clever and i think there's massive demand for it globally and i think the real debate that this company's got to try and get around is they have a globally winning product the question is how to capitalize upon it and it is probably to go down the license and royalty model because you know, we know that they're talking to a lot of big, big companies all around the world. You can't do everything. But where you've got some brilliant IP, if you can license some royalty, it's it's it, it's a win for everybody. Uh, you don't have to have huge amounts of capital to go out and build these things all around the world. And it means that, lo- you know, if you're a country, you can build your own business, which helps stimulate the economy of the own that own country. Um, so I, I think that if they switched to that model. They would be able to r- very rapidly grow the company to a really quite extraordinary size. Um, so and and it's not just I mean, they're, they're sort of quite well known for re-engineering buses, aren't they? To make them electric buses and they can put their electrification in and they've actually won contracts for that. Um, again. Uh, I, I sort of see what i find interesting is there's a bit of an arm model here to be copied you know they've got this great product and it could go global very rapidly if they license and royalty i think now let's so say we're going up next week aren't we phil uh we so i'll have more of an understanding I again i didn't describe this very well i am under the weather i apologize to all listeners but have you got anything you'd say on top of that
1: um yeah i would actually say so, uh... know if you if you get elected if you get electric motor technology and inverter technology right um there are not actually many companies in this space the fact that they're already looking at sort of larger bus companies in particular because you know there's tens of thousands of buses around the world it's a big old market and they're getting interest shows that the technology is good they're getting very early validation they're also um you know they do produce the most and in, adverted in tech itself the hardware at the plant i mean it is important because you you will need initially to get the hardware evaluated by 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 customers and proven in the market which is what they're doing and then that can lead yeah as andrew said very much to a you know, license royalty probably a bigger player involved and, and and addressing global markets but to be honest themselves they're already looking very closely and active in the South American market it was a huge amount of buses so mm-hmm. so very good good old, bloody advanced uh engineering from the UK um
0: and we need more companies like this so so yeah good one to look at but what you could see is general institutions coming on board with this one I think um because I think they'll like it it's 50 million market cap now and that would really drive the share price anyway those are our four little four little Christmas presents for you uh just finally because we've done our 30 minutes yeah we sort of forgot what we mentioned last year I think you went for spirant, didn't you I think I think I did yes
1: and I think spirant on last year is flat flat absolutely flat and that's a win it's a win. It means I've outperformed the general tech markets and the uh, and the NASDAQ, which is down about 29%. And before, Andrew, before I go, I have got the central multiples up here uh, for investors to take a look at. It's trading on EV revenue of 0.7 times. Uh, and this is from ICON, ICON data, forecast data. And an EV bit of seven times and a PE of nine times for December 2023, those are what we call low multiples.
0: All right, I think last year I picked Infinity Energy Systems, and I'm sorry, I'm down 52%. Uh, it's not been my greatest effort. Um, but next year it's all going to get better, I promise. Look, <laughs> so on that note, um We we are going to shut down for Christmas, uh, and actually, I will be in the States for the first two weeks of January, marketing VSA around uh, various cities: St. Louis, Boston, New York, Philadelphia. Uh, So we may have to just go on pause and start again towards the second half of January. Uh, But in the meantime, everybody have a wonderful Christmas, have a good New Year, have a good break. Uh, If you've got any thoughts or questions, as usual, always do feel free to contact us. We're very very happy uh, to talk about things. And finally, to myself, I hope I get better and can actually do a better podcast next time.
1: Andrew, get well soon. Have a great Christmas. And to all our listeners, have a, have a wonderful Christmas.